0: Welcome back. Oh yeah, man, how you doing? You good? I know you like I know you
1: like that. I see the girls in the club, they're getting wild for me. And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me. And if I ever
0: see them man they probably bow to me. And when this beat dropped So like I know last week, Malone, like we were talking about, you know, Nick Saban wasn't even gonna be coaching and he ended up coaching that game against Georgia. You know that was uh man. I got on the bad end of pretty much every pick'em game we had. <laughs> every single pick'em game, I was on the bad end.
2: Yeah, I mean, hey, man, you know, uh, it just wasn't it just one your week, my man. One your week, man. You know there'll be better days.
0: It wasn't. It wasn't my only win. We both called uh, the A and M and Mississippi State game, but. Yeah, man, it looked like Georgia was kind of pulled through there for a while. Um, you know, I mean, they looked pretty good. I think they were leading at halftime and then they just kind of let it slip away from.
1: Well, you can't throw three interceptions and and expect Alabama not to capitalize on that.
2: Bingo, bingo, and like he was throwing just
1: complete interception. Like you're throwing it right to him.
2: Yeah. yeah. He uh I I I give him some some credit. I mean, he was definitely out there battling, but even even despite the interceptions, like I mean, you think about all the batted passes he had as well. I was going to say,
1: dude, he had like at least three or four men just batted down because he's just not super tall. He's my yeah, height. Yeah, he's short. he's not
2: super tall. It, it was it was tough sledding, tough sledding.
1: Mac Jones came out there, though, man. He, he threw four TDs, man. He, he played really well.
0: He looks really good. He looks like it's almost like there's no drop-off in Tua. It almost looks like it wasn't even Tua now. I mean, Tua is great, don't get me wrong, but – it almost starting to become like they, you know, they're starting to have like that Oklahoma type feel where it's like, you know, just kind of plug and play at quarterback.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mac. Mac looks good. Um, you know, I'll be, I'll take it all the way here. I mean, he's looking like he might be able to come out this year for the for the draft if he wants to. Um, if he keeps up at this pace. Yeah.
0: He looks really good. Um, well, guys, uh, let's go ahead and do formal introductions. This is free tuition. This is season two. This is episode seven and this is big 10 week uh big 10 starts this upcoming weekend and uh so uh this week of course you know me this is scott we got malone in here as always and this week we have a special guest he's returning he was with us season one talking about the college football playoff last season and uh, he's back it's jeremy adams what's going on man
1: hey man appreciate you guys having me back man i'm excited man it's a good year ahead hopefully
0: so uh, we're going to have you back. We're going to be talking uh, Big Ten a little later on. There's some other things we're going to hit on before we, uh, we dive right into that because, I mean, we could probably spend most of the episode talking about the Big Ten. Uh, you know, looking back at some of the other games, another game that obviously I was watching was, uh, of course, we uh, had Clemson uh, playing against Georgia Tech, which is known to some people as kind of a rivalry game, although Georgia Tech hasn't really made it much of a rivalry in the past few years. And – this week was no exception it was uh, uh, just a kind of a gauntlet from start to finish. Yeah, 73 to 7 was the final score. And Georgia Tech didn't even look that bad. They really did not look bad. They just, you know, they would they would make some plays, they would get up the field a little bit, they would get stopped, couldn't get a score, running away and Clemson just it felt like they were scoring every drive. And Trevor Lawrence I think really cemented himself as the front running
2: leading Heisman candidate. It'd be tough to disagree with that, uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Georgia definitely didn't. Georgia Tech didn't look terrible. I mean, obviously the score line says differently, but they got a super young team. I think their coach is in his second year over there, so yeah. they didn't ha- even have all his guys. And yet, uh, you know, I-, I think those guys will, you know, be on the rise here in a few years. But uh, yeah, last Saturday was definitely uh, a-, a rude awakening for for those young guys.
0: Yeah, but even their quarterback, uh, I- I'm trying to remember the kid's name off the top of my head, but. He looked really, really good. He was really dynamic. He was making some really big time throws, and uh, you know, kind of like what I say, he just couldn't. You know, when it kind of t- came time to make a, another big one, Clemson's defense was just playing, you know, lights out from start to finish. But there's definitely a lot of potential there over the next few years. I think they're going. I think they're better than what this score line shows, and and the future of that team. Like you said, he's going to get. Uh, his uh, his recruiting classes in, get full cycling. But uh, Jeff, Jeff Sims is the kid's name. And, you know, he's only a freshman and he looked really good. Uh, you know, obviously, it's just going to happen if you're a freshman playing against that kind of defense.
2: Yeah, and I will say their the running back is a freshman as well. His name is uh, Jameer Gibbs. Um, he was pretty highly rated coming out. Uh, a lot of big time schools made a run at him late in the cycle, uh, you know, last year. Um, but he decided to stick with Georgia Tech. So, Yeah, those are two good building blocks to move on with uh, moving forward, Um, both freshmen, so we'll see what they can do with them.
0: Yeah, but the real big story was, of course, uh, obviously the other side of the ball, the Clemson Tigers. Trevor Lawrence, in the first half of the game, threw five TDs. Um, He was well over 300 yards. Uh, He ended the game with 404 yards, five TDs. He had one pick. It wasn't a very good pick, and it was, you know, right before he was getting ready to break that record of, most pass attempts uh, without an interception but he couldn't he couldn't quite get it uh but nevertheless I mean he just added an out you know just another outstanding game uh throwing for uh, those five Tds and uh and, you know just he, he just looks so good he's so dominant he's definitely you know poised
2: to be this number one pick that we uh, we foresee him to be and rightfully so for sure yeah yeah no no doubts about that uh he, he's definitely the clear-cut number one if he would decide to to come out. But uh, with that said, Scott, if the Jets happen to secure the number one pick, do you think that uh, Trevor should come out or do you think that uh, he should reconsider that and take it back on to Clemson and see what happens next year with the roll of the dice of the NFL season? See, we started talking
0: about this a little earlier because this has kind of been a you know story this week, like if that would really happen uh, because of how bad the Jets are. And if I'm Trevor Lawrence, especially if I win a national championship this year, like, I don't know, man. Like, what else is there to do in college? Like, I, I wait for another team, but what are you going to do here? I mean, you've proven yourself worthy. I think he's the kind of player that could go to a team like the New York Jets and automatically just be that type of player to, you know, maybe not turn him into a Super Bowl contender right away, but it right. may be a contender in the, in, the, in the division. You know, they may come out and, you know, actually – Get to a 500 season and maybe even possibly push for a playoff uh, playoff contention. Uh, his first year, I could see something like that. As far as coming back to school, I don't think he should. Regardless, I mean, he's graduating this December. So you're already getting your degree. I mean, there's you know, there's nothing else you're going to prove at Clemson that you're not going to prove out in the NFL. And I think it's just, just go get that money. Go get that number one pick money. You know, don't hold it off another year. Go ahead and get it while it's here. You know, don't get yourself in danger of getting hurt next season. Stuff like that, man. Just go ahead and do it.
2: Yeah, no. Um, Jeremy, what you think, man? I agree. Uh, Especially, I don't even want to say it, but especially if if
1: Clemson and Trevor decide and and are able to pull another championship, there's nothing else he needs to do. He doesn't need to risk it. He should just make his money. He's well-deserved of it. Um and I think he should probably, regardless of which team he goes to, man the jets, yeah, they're not good, but you're still man he he's deserving of making his money, and I don't think he should stay a senior year, but
2: i'm I'm not sure what he'll end up doing, yeah, you know uh, i kind of thought about this today uh since the topic's come up um and you know, I've kind of gone back and forth, and I'm kind of the point yeah where he should probably dip out if if that would you know be the case um Scott, I'm definitely in agreement he can kind of make any. Any team he walks into, as soon as he walks in the door, he he's going to bring something to the table. But for me, with the Jets, they, they got to get rid of Adam Gase. He's, I don't think he's an organization. I just think he might be the problem, personally. Uh, I just don't know if he's the right guy to be in place to groom a young quarterback. So I just wouldn't want that for him, if that would be the case. But, you know, we'll see.
0: So with Trevor being, the, I mean, he's essentially in the driver's seat to win the Heisman. But with the Big Ten starting up, and you know, possible another candidate out there, is there anybody that could possibly catch him for the Heisman this year?
2: Uh, maybe, uh, maybe Jeremy's guy, Justin Fields, if he comes in hot and and you know, just you know, comes out ready to rock. Uh, you know, he might have something to say as far as the the Heisman race goes, but. I'm not too sure anyone else is going to be on caliber with Trevor and what he's doing so far. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I
1: mean, it's Trevor's in the, the driver's seat right now for sure. Uh, but I will say, you know, if, if Justin Fields really – I mean, his knee is fine. There's not going to be a brace on that thing. I mean, he is, he is looking good, and he is primed for a great season. So whether it's the Heisman or not, he's going to come in there, and, and I do think he's going to make some – Make some people start questioning, you know what I mean? At least it's right behind Trevor because, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I, I am super excited to see what this kid's going to finally be able to bring when he's healthy, and uh, I'm, I'm just excited for what he's going to bring. But right now, definitely, it's Trevor, man, hands down.
0: No uh, no Mac Jones love?
1: No, nah, man, it's too early for all that, man. Mac
0: Jones will be my number two right now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he, because well, he's played. <laughs> he's played, yeah. He just looks good. I mean, yeah, he just
1: threw four. Four touchdowns. He had like four hundred and fifteen yards or something like that. Four seventeen. I mean, that's and, a Yeah, and
0: I mean, his
2: his efficiency is like he's got to be like number one in the country for efficiency. Yeah, he's he's yeah. playing great. And I mean, you want you want to with him is like you could point to the weapons as well. But I was actually having this conversation with a coworker. the The ball placement is there. I mean, it, he's he's a pretty accurate kid. I mean, um, you know, he might be making those guys better. You know what I mean? So it's it's yeah. he, he's he's playing really well. Well, uh,
0: speaking of quarterbacks, so another unfortunate incident, um, you know, the dominoes seem to be falling right now for, uh, for Malone, your team, the LSU Tigers over there. Uh, and this past week, uh, you know, you obviously didn't end up playing the game against Florida because of their COVID, uh, complications that they're having right now. But in the midst of all that, you also uh, learned some devastating news about your starting quarterback.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, Miles Brennan, um. He he tore a muscle in his abdomen in the Missouri game, uh, in the first half of that game actually, and ended up just toughing it out, playing the rest of the game, tried to win the game for his team, um, came up short, but valiant effort on his part to you know keep you know battling out there despite the injury. But uh, you know, so this this week we're playing South Carolina at the crib, but uh, definitely going to be dependent on two freshmen and, and Max Johnson and, and T.J. Finley. Uh, I think Max Johnson gets to start. Son of um, former NFL quarterback Brad Johnson, uh, Super Bowl champion with Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, with John Gruden. Right. You know, lefty from out here in Georgia, really from rock right the street from UGA. But, you know, decided to come on down to Baton Rouge. Uh, UGA made a run at him late, but, he, you know, he stuck with it. I think he gets to start, and I think he might have some success. Uh, you know, South is going to be a tough game. They won last week in, in a big game against Auburn, so they're going to be coming down to the Bayou Confident. And we'll see what happens, but... Gonna need the run game to be productive uh, in this football game more than not, and and obviously the defense can't give up 100 points like they've been doing every week so far. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, shout out to the young guys.
0: It's so unfortunate what happened to Miles. Do you think it was that one? I remember that one play where he like he was trying to get into the end zone and he got hit. Do you think it was that play or something different? Or they have even said?
2: Uh, they haven't really said which specific play or you know, when it actually happened. Um they just said it it happened in the first half. Right. And, uh yeah, that was that's that's all we really know about it. But um yeah, yeah, it, it's a tough situation, especially for him, a guy who's uh, you know, kinda waited his turn and um started off pretty well, not necessarily team results, but he was playing well. Uh so I I hate it for him that he has to go through this right now.
0: Absolutely. And I mean our thoughts and prayers are for him and you know, Hopefully for a speedy recovery, hopefully we'll get to see him again next season because um, obviously, I, you know, torn abdomen muscle, we're probably not going to see him laced up again this year. Uh, but who, who we will see race up this Saturday is the Big Ten. So we have uh, finally our fourth Power Five League is entering the fold. Uh, we got a lot of matchups this week. So uh, aside from what we've been having, now we got a whole new league coming in. Um, with of course the heavy favorites right now, uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Which, Jeremy, that's why we brought you on here, uh, because obviously you're you're pretty much our correspondent for uh, for Ohio State and kind of what's going on. Uh, you know, kind of like how I am for Clemson. Moen well, for LSU. You know, we're all we all kind of have our uh, our different arms inside of these uh, these different uh, organizations. And is there anything you can tell us right now as far as like? With all the players that you got coming back, you got Justin Fields coming back. You had a lot of people on defense coming back. Um, Is there anybody that's going to stand out this year as far as who's going to have the biggest impact with Ohio State uh, for this upcoming season?
1: Yeah, first of all, go Bucks! It's exciting to finally have them back in the in the mix and just playing football again. It's been so tough watching other teams and football every Saturday, and and my Bucks aren't on, so it's gonna be an awesome Saturday coming up. Um, Nebraska, you know, all the you know all the love for them, but it's and they were one of the front runners to to start playing football again and. But it's, it's just – it's got to be uh, – Nebraska's got to go down, and we got we to gotta win this thing, and it's going to be awesome. I think Justin Fields is the guy, though. I think there's really no other player that is really going to play a bigger role than that guy um, with no injury, with him, you know, petitioning pretty much and having over – I think it was 100,000 signatures to play Big Ten football. He's ready to play. I think he's healthy. He's excited, man, and – and he's the guy, for sure. He's going to be the the reason we,
2: we go on to win this thing. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Justin myself. Uh, you know, um, he's always impressed me, and I think he's definitely going to be the guy moving forward. Um, well, yeah, um, he's from – I mean, he's from Georgia. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Your boy, yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's crazy how him and him and Trevor were, you know, top two quarterbacks coming out and neck and neck. Yeah. And both here from the state of Georgia. It's pretty it's pretty wild. But uh, so, Jeremy, who do you have that can be your biggest competitor in your conference this year? Who, who, Who's the biggest threat to to uh, to take that crown away from you guys this year?
1: Look, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest. OK, I. I respect everybody in the Big Ten, not so much Michigan, of course, you guys know that, but, you know, I respect the Big Ten and whoever's in it, but it's really, it playoffs or bust for us, I mean, there's really no team in the Big Ten that really should match up with the Ohio State Buckeyes. I mean, it should be that, wow. it should be that, you know, I mean, it's just, it's really nobody in the Big Ten should should be that big unless we you know and we've done this before we've bitten ourselves in the foot um you know we've had some slip ups before but like i said this team with ryan day it's it's a it's a different mentality and it's it's i'm i'm just really excited for this but honestly man no team really scares me so much uh penn state you know is probably the biggest game we got this year but Penn State just – I think I just read Penn – somebody with – something just happened with Penn State. Uh, somebody resigned. I think it was the basketball coach or somebody just resigned for some inappropriate conduct that you know he's getting scrutinized about. So it's just they're, they got their own stuff going on. But I don't think – aside from maybe the Penn State game, but I, I don't think there's anybody in the Big Ten that's going to hold up against the Ohio
2: State Buckeyes. Fair enough, my man. Wow, wow. wow. That's, that's a that's a big-time statement, big-time statement. Uh. And I will
1: say, I will say, you know, Penn State, it's going to be at Penn State, uh, you know, and typically whiteout games are scary.
2: Like, they are right. crazy
1: games at Penn State, so. Hey,
2: but if, no fans this year, so.
1: It's my, exactly. So, I, I you know, I'm not sure if it's going to really play that big of a factor, and and it may just be that much easier for us to to just be trying to get to those playoffs, but I understand one game at a time, and Nebraska's this Saturday, so you know, go Bucks. We'll see what we'll see what happens though.
2: Hey, I will play it out there real quick before we move on to the next question. I I do like Minnesota uh, this year again for for uh, uh, an encore as far as just being a, a good team in the conference. Uh, I think they absolutely. I think they, they 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 lost a lot on defense, but that offense brings a lot back, and you know, I think they can make some noise. Same coach, right? Yeah, yeah, same guy. Yeah, I love that guy. Like, he's – he's,
1: man, what, what he's done to that program, man, has been, has been really short of phenomenal.
2: Yeah, this may be his last year up there.
1: Yeah, he's going to get some offers for sure.
2: Somewhere good.
0: Somewhere not Minnesota. Somewhere right. warm. <laughs> yeah, somewhere everywhere. warm out.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: but, yeah, I think that Penn State will actually – I'm curious to see what their rules will be for fans because even if you have, like, 18,000, 19,000, 20,000 in that stadium, that could still get pretty loud and make a, a big enough impact because it'll be a night game, 730 kickoff as right now. That's not um, this week, but next Saturday. It's the
1: next, yeah, it's, the, it's like our second game, I believe.
0: Halloween. Oh, it's going to get wow. spooky.
1: That's yeah. It's, oh man. What a game. That's going to be exciting.
0: It's going to be a really good game. Um, so as far as you know, I know I asked like what star is going to have a big impact, but I'm going to flip that a little bit, and Jeremy. As far as this incoming class, because I think all three of us had, were, were we the top three classes that
1: came in this season,
0: or Georgia? I'm, um,
1: I'm not sure what the final was, but at least for a three while, time. yeah, it was, yeah, yeah it was top three. The
0: yeah. Okay so you got a lot of freshmen that came in and a lot of impact and is there any freshmen that um you know maybe you've heard about as far as like they're doing great in camp they're going to start off with a pretty good role uh make an immediate impact anybody that you could see uh in that freshman class that will make an immediate impact and potentially even become a star later on
1: absolutely hands down my guy immediately from the top of my head i can tell you Look out, he's going to be number four, okay? His name is Julian Fleming, okay? Julian Fleming, this guy Absolutely. is absurd, okay? He's a five-star freshman coming in. I mean, I kid you not, he's going to be starting. Like, he's going to be playing football. He is that good. He is that good. I look for him to be a stud breakout, just like Garrett Wilson was, you know, but Garrett Wilson's going to be a sophomore, you know, now. But let me tell you, keep your eyes on Julian Fleming for, for sure. Six foot two, about 200 pounds.
2: The guys, the guys, serious. Nice, nice, nice. I was gonna say he they should they should uh, they should form a pretty good duo when you put him in uh, Garrett Wilson. I was definitely gonna bring up Garrett Wilson. Course. I'm expecting him to break out this year and be uh, be a top five receiver in the country as far as I'm oh, for sure. Over, I think he's gonna be a star this year. I agree, hands down, hands down. Uh, so, Jeremy, leading up to uh, obviously you have high hopes for your for your Buckeyes here. Who do you have for your your final four this year? Man, oh, man.
1: From what I've seen, you know, I have to obviously put Clemson in there. I'm going to already – I immediately, of course, want to think it's going to be Ohio State in there. Um, you know, with that Bama kid is not bad, man. So, I mean, I, right now, man, Bama's looking like they'll squeeze in there. And I get kind of caught up on my fourth team. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not entirely sure where I want to lean, especially after watching what Georgia did. You know, it doesn't really convince me, you know. I I assume Georgia (laughs) would do what Georgia does, and they did. And so, really, I'm kind of torn on that fourth spot,
2: to be honest with you. well, That that fourth spot definitely seems like a toss-up right now, uh, just as a – as a whole, I guess we'll see what the Pac-12 can do. You know, True. we never know if somebody might come in and just explode. USC might be back all the way for real, which would be dope. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm in total agreement. Uh, it, it's it's kind of a toss-off for that fourth spot. But those three, I think, are definitely on the money um, that seem to be locks for for the playoffs at, at this point. It would that- have been Georgia.
1: I think it would have been Georgia, you know, leading up to the Bama game, of course, but obviously after the Bama game, nah, man. But-
2: Now They They got a chance if they
1: win the East. True, of course. Absolutely. They could turn things around, but I'm just not sure if that – I don't know if he can – I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, poor Georgia.
0: If Georgia wins out and they play Bama again in the SEC title game and they win that, I think they're probably going to get that fourth spot if everything else plays out like this. Um, And Bama may still stay in the – other. that has to be their only loss and it probably has to be a nail-biter to keep Alabama out. Maybe not, Um, but this is a good year. We can see somebody from the Pac-12 sneak in, I think. I think if you get a team out there that goes undefeated, um, then it's going to be them, Clemson, Ohio State, and whoever wins the SEC because Big 12 has pretty much eliminated itself. I mean, right now you got Oklahoma State as the only team who really has a shot, and they're not going to do it.
1: That's crazy how they've played, though. Already you know they're probably not going to.
0: If they're they make it, if they make it, if they make it, I will do something crazy on free
2: tuition. What am I going <laughs> to do if they make the playoff? Wait, hold on, hold up. If who makes the playoff?
0: If Oklahoma State makes the playoff, I will do something crazy.
2: Man, I, now that's going to be nuts because they're still undefeated, right?
0: They're still undefeated. They're number six right now.
2: Yeah, and I mean, they still got to play Oklahoma and they got to play Texas still. Um, yeah, they're number
0: six. They're going to lose, man.
2: They're going to lose man. If they win both those games, though, I mean, that's that's really all they got to do. But uh, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting.
0: I don't know what I'll do. I'll do so, – we'll figure it out. We'll figure out what – if Oklahoma State wins uh, and <laughs> wins out, makes it playoff, we'll figure something out. Maybe it'll be a poll question for the fans. I'll let y'all figure out something for me to do. But they ain't going to do it. Yeah. You
1: know, for a second there, I'm going to be honest, I thought maybe Florida was going to be like – some random, just not random because Trask is pretty good. But I just I thought Florida may do something, but they're I mean they're shut down till Monday, <laughs> the yeah. entire doggone program.
0: Yeah, you thought they were gonna do something, the the <laughs> yeah, no. and then yeah, I know. And then Texas A&M thought no, they'd slap them in the mouth.
2: Yeah, that was crazy. Texas A&M, it's just I swear they're one of those teams where I I, I I'll never like be on. I don't care what they do, they just I always you know. Them. My
1: What's his first name? Is it Kelly Mond or oh, I forget? Kellen. Kellen. Okay, okay, okay. You he's know, not good. I, it's, dude, it's not. It's crazy because he's better this year, but he's never been that good. He's I mean, not good. It's crazy. Um, you know, he's playing better, but there's no way I trust that he can go the entire season and, and continue to just produce.
0: He shot on Clemson a couple years ago, though, for a lot of yards. He's, he had like 500 yards against Clemson like two years. Really, ago. he had did a you real win game. the game though. We did barely. That was the game that was like Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence were still like QB one A, QB one B, and uh, Kelly Bryant was the one who they kept in the game kind of towards the end and and gave Clemson that win. This was at Texas A and a couple of years ago, I think 2018 season, right That's before cool. he left school. Like, that was one of the big reasons a lot of people were upset that he left school because they thought, well, Trevor's a freshman. He can't win us these games. He was going to lose against Texas A&M. We don't know that because, you know, he didn't play the end of that game. Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant won the game. Um, But that game, Kellen Mond, like, he lit us up, man. He tore us a new one. He was out there. Uh, that, That Probably his best game ever. Uh, to be quite honest. They didn't win, but, you know, he, he looked really nice that game. I thought he was going to be a lot better than he ended
1: up being.
2: Man. Yeah, man. I
1: don't well, know. They're number seven right now, so yeah, they're out we'll here. see if they keep it up, yeah.
2: Their defense isn't playing bad either. I got to give them some credit, so they're, um, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. They
0: don't um they are look too bad. You know who else lost this past weekend was – uh was North Carolina, they they took an L. You know, it's funny. That was another thing I said last week, Malone. I said if we talked about which team is going to slip up, Notre Dame or North Carolina, you I did. had such you high did. hopes for North Carolina. And, and, and don't get me wrong, Notre Dame looked like ass, too. They barely <laughs> got to win. But, uh, they're, they're not going
1: to either. They're <laughs> not going to stay at number three, guys. There's no way in hell they're staying. Oh, up. they're awful, man. Are you kidding Notre Dame does this shit
2: every year, man.
1: I know they do. I know.
0: That was terrible. What well, they went, it was like 12 to 9, 12-7. Um yeah, they didn't look good. Yeah, it was
1: an awful game. It was terrible.
0: ridiculous. Ian Book, to watch. Ian Book had 106 passing yards, no TDs. What was this so guy going on? 12 to
2: 7. What a time. What a time. Um no good, man. Ian Book, man. This guy's been in college for seven years, man. <laughs>
0: he's been there a while
2: he has wow. been there quite some time
0: yeah i hate it for a, i hate it for north carolina man i thought they had uh i thought they had a much better they almost came back and won that game though that was i was watching the yeah. end of it and, and it was it ended up like because they were getting thrashed the first i think it was like 24-0 um so it it was looking ugly there for a man they came back at least made it competitive sam howell looked really good in the second half
2: yeah i don't know what's going on with them in the first half uh I didn't watch the whole game. I kind of just tuned in and saw the score, and it was like, oh, wow, like, these guys are getting their ass whooped right now. Um, but I tell you, I think uh, just speaking about that game, I think Florida State might have found something in, uh, in, in Jordan Travis.
0: Yeah. We'll
2: at least, them, all, at least
0: something it. formidable
2: for the rest of the season, you know. I
0: will say I am very impressed that they won that game. I'm very impressed that they won that game because it looked like they were going to lose. It looked like North Carolina was going to come back and win that game after after all that. Right. So at least they ended up winning that game. We'll see how they how they bode for the rest of the season. I think there's still a lot of growing pains uh, there. Uh, they got a long way to go before they're back to being the Florida State that we know. Yeah, I completely agree. It's going to be a while, but <laughs> it's hard, it's man. Be a
1: while. It's yeah. hard.
0: When you got Clemson in your division, especially well, now. Sure. Huffington was already recruiting Florida really well uh, when, you know, when Florida State was on top. We recruited Florida very well. And uh, and now we don't only recruit Florida well. We recruit, uh, recruit everywhere well. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely taken away a lot of those players that they could have. But uh, but as far as the last thing here is, uh, you know, our pick-em challenge, Malone. This past week, I kind of talked about this at the beginning of the show, I had – the worst week of any of us any week ever. It was really bad. I picked all the losers. Um, I picked Houston to beat BYU. That was dumb. I picked, uh, Auburn to beat South Carolina. That was dumb. Um, we both picked Old Miss. At least you missed that one too, but you got every other game, right. And then, uh, and then of course I picked Georgia uh, to beat Alabama. That didn't work out for me either. So this week I got to redeem myself, man. I, I, I got a new slate of games here for us. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully, I can make some kind of comeback.
2: Yeah, man. You know, it's 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 uh, you know, it's there for you, man. We got a lot of games left to play. Uh, let's 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 get into it. Uh, Auburn at Ole Miss. Who you got? Who y'all? Who y'all got?
0: Jeremy. Yeah, you're gonna throw in this week too. We're gonna see how you do. Um, all right. I'm gonna go. This one's a, a, a Ole Miss home game. Ah, this one's tough.
1: Dude, this is a tough one.
0: This is a tough one. Auburn's hurting from that loss, man. And it's like Dude,
1: Auburn keeps like screwing themselves over. Like they're just not going to be able to pull if it's at Ole Miss, I'm going Ole Miss. See, that's
0: the thing. Like you, you feel like they gotta win at least one of these games. <laughs> I
1: like, don't they, know. I feel like they're due for
0: a win. Um, but at the same time, if you didn't beat South Carolina, man, I don't know how you're gonna beat Ole Miss.
1: Yeah, I feel um, for it.
0: I, I'm going to go Ole Miss. I'm going to go Ole Miss. I'm probably going to regret it, but I'm going to go Ole Miss. Oh Miss,
2: Jeremy, you going to Ole Miss as well?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Ole Miss. Yeah, Auburn has just – man, they have killed my expectations from the jump. I thought What's-His-Name was going to be really
2: good, a lot better than what he is, but we'll see.
0: Oh Miss, yeah. He got go a lot next. of praise from us, especially Malone.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'm I'm going back to the well. I'm going I'm going to Auburn this week. <laughs> uh uh, their backs are completely against the wall right now. I think Malzon is coaching for his damn job. Probably. Um, so I I think these guys get a win, not only for, for their own confidence, but but for their for their coach as well, who's probably recruited every player on their roster at this point. So um I, I hope they win. I do. Yeah, but... I think they get it done. Whew. Man, that one was so
0: tough, man. It's like, <laughs> even, even as I look at my old Miss pick, I I I'm listening to them all and I'm like, man, he's so right. But i'm gonna I'm 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 stick with it i'm gonna stick with i'm gonna I'm stick what we miss um so this next game we have here so we got we got oklahoma at tcu um you know we haven't seen i don't think we've seen oklahoma since the texas game uh so
2: yeah. now we get a chance
0: to see them back in action and uh you know what you guys got for this one uh i'm'm
2: I'm, I'm going with oklahoma to roll in this one You're going last, where?
0: Last time we picked Oklahoma, it wasn't very good.
1: <laughs> this is true. This is true. You know, I am I'm I think I may lean toward uh toward the old horn frogs. <laughs> oh my nice, nice. Yeah, well I mean Oklahoma just has not. Same thing, man. They just I really was expecting, not saying I've gotten used to, you know, Heisman's coming, you know, out of there, but I just thought I didn't think they would be losing like that.
2: Yeah. They've definitely had a, it's too early. yeah, they've had a, they've had an underwhelming start to the season for sure. Uh, you know, um, there's a lot of questions that, uh, Spencer Rattler has, has to, has to answer still. Yeah. I Very think, the, I
0: think the win in Texas helped them a little bit. Cause that was a game they had to like, they had to gut that out. Like, you yeah, know, that was a character win right there. Yeah. They had, they had to really gut that and, and get that win there. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be Oklahoma this week. I think they're just they're they're bouncing off that high from that win. Still, they had an extra week to prepare for this game. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Sooners.
2: I think it's gonna be a quarterback matchup. So we'll see. Oh yeah, we got we got another game here in the American Conference: uh, Cincinnati at SMU. Who you guys like?
0: And these are these are top twenty-five teams too. This is a big sure. one. Um, I think they're both undefeated still. Yep. So this may be – this may be, uh, aside from leagues I haven't played yet, this may be our last unbeaten uh, matchup so far for the rest of the season. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with SMU. I think – I think they look just so good. Um, You know, some of these big wins that they've had. They've got some blowout wins. You know, they beat uh, – SF Austin, you know, fifty to seven. They had some big wins against, you know, uh, at the time number twenty-five Memphis. They beat them, and so I, I think this one being at home for them, I'm going to go with SMU to take the dub.
2: Nice, nice, Jeremy. Who do you like?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I think uh, I think SMU is going to do it. I really do. I like the quarterback. I like him a lot. I think his name's Shane. I think it's uh, Shane Bouchel. Oh I was going to say I don't even know if I can pronounce it Bouchel. I-, I believe, but. I like him. He's, he's, he's throwing up some, some good yards and I, I think, uh, the old Mustangs are going to pull it out.
2: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I, I like that pick. Uh, I like, uh, I definitely like Shane Buchel. Um, but i tell you, what, I'm going, I'm going to Cincinnati. I like, uh, just from for me it's about the coaching and and Luke Fickle has shown me a lot in this stroke time in Cincinnati so far. Uh former Ohio State assistant. Uh I was gonna say, yeah, he came from um, the box. Uh, I like I like him a lot. Uh, I think uh Cincinnati go I think they get it done.
0: Nice. That, that's a big one too, because I really like Cincinnati. That that one's kinda Yeah, they're they're good. what,
2: like number nine? Yeah. yeah nine, I
0: think. Number nine yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh three and zero. Oh. They look good. Very nice. So this next matchup here is another uh, top 25 matchup. We actually got two more games in the both top 25 matchups, so this is going to be good. Uh, This one is number seven, Iowa State, at number six, Oklahoma State. Um, You know, we were just talking about Oklahoma State. They have to pretty much, I think, win out to get their spot in the playoff uh, or at least get maybe a one loss and and be a Big 12 champion. But even that, I mean, that's going to be a stretch. Uh, So this one's at home for them, but they got Iowa State coming in uh, to their house. Who you guys like?
1: you know that's tough I think that's a lot that's gonna be a lot tougher than man I I'm gonna go Oklahoma State only just because I assume I mean I assume
2: they'll pull this out but who knows but I'm I'm just leaning toward Oklahoma State yeah I'm uh I'm gonna go Oklahoma State as well I think uh I think they get by another week get another dub and um you know, I think they start to see some real tests once they start playing the Oklahomas and Texases of the world.
0: I think this is it. I think this is their slip up. Ooh. <laughs> I think This is it. I, I think this is the first of a couple of slip ups. Um, I think they're going to lose. I think Iowa State's going to go there and win this game. I like really. It. I think so. Iowa State. They've kind of ever since they had like a, you know an earlier loss in the season. They've kind of, uh, you know, they've had some good games, and I think this is one of those games where they can actually—they uh, go on the road, you know, kind of looking like an underdog, and they want to, you know, ruin uh, ruin somebody's dreams. Uh, I think this is that team that they're going to do it to. I mean, they beat Oklahoma, you know, might as well go for the state uh, the state sweep there and uh, and get that dub. But uh, you know, the only game they lost was that Louisiana game, which is a bad loss. But ever since then, they've been rolling, so
1: I think they're going to go in and take this dub. Nice. They very well might, man, because you know, next week I think Oklahoma State has I think it's Texas. So I think that they'll probably I don't know, you know, I, I just think they may squeeze by Iowa State because I feel like Texas will give them a harder run. And that could be, you know, this could be a
0: game where they're they are looking ahead to that yes. Texas game. Bingo. True, and they could slip
2: Bingo. up. You never know. Yeah. Bingo. and uh, our last pick match up matchup here for the evening. We're going to the big ten. Uh Michigan at Minnesota. Um, who you guys like? I'm excited for this. I'm gonna go ahead and cut in because
1: I'm definitely going Minnesota and I'm not going Michigan probably ever in my life. However, Minnesota's playing very well, man. Obviously, we already talked about it a little bit, but Minnesota for sure, man. Golden Gophers. Nice. Scotty.
0: I um I'm so first off, I'm so excited we're even picking this game because about a month ago, we didn't even know if this was going to happen. Uh, now we got Big Ten football, baby. I'm excited. Jeremy, I know you're excited. I'm uh, so,
1: so excited.
0: Yeah, so with that being said, this matchup, Minnesota's at home. I don't really believe in Michigan either. Good. Um, <laughs> this is a tough one because you got, uh, uh, you know, Minnesota has a, uh, a really good offense, uh, you know, returning quarterback. And then you got Michigan, who's known for their defensive presence. True. But, damn, man, all these – these are hard-ass picks this week.
2: These are some tough games this week. This
0: This is probably the toughest collection of games we've had so far. There's some
1: pretty good games. It's going to be an exciting Saturday. It's going to be an awesome Saturday.
0: I think – damn, man. Yeah, I'm worried about going like fucking – 0 and 5 or 1 and 4 again.
1: <laughs>
0: and so it's it's like I'm over here trying to take my time and make sure I make the best pick. I'm going to go my gut is telling me I'm going to go Minnesota, man. I'm going to go I'm going to go the Golden Gophers as well. I think with them being at home. Look, I, college football is one of those things where if you have a high level offense, sometimes you don't need to have a great defense. Right. And That's I think true. I think they have a good enough offense. They're going to be at home. Michigan, you know,
1: they're they just not don't guys. do it, man. They just
0: don't do score it. enough points. I think when it comes down to, it, I just don't think they can score enough points.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree as well. Uh, you know, going back historically with, with, with Harbaugh, I mean, the guy's successful when he has a high level quarterback, he can work with. I mean, that's just, that's just what it is. Uh, Stanford with with Andrew Luck, Um, um, 49ers with the early Kaepernick days. I mean, the guy needs a quarterback. Uh, He thought he had it in Shea Patterson. Obviously, that's not the case. Well, it wasn't the case. Uh, You know, we'll see what Dylan McCaffrey can do. With all that said, I'm still going Minnesota. But, uh, yeah, no faith in Michigan whatsoever. No faith.
0: Just another year. Is Harbaugh going to get fired yet? No. No. that's
1: an excellent question, but you know what? I honestly believe that he like even after this year, he nothing will happen. It'll Michigan will still ha- keep him, and it'll be at least probably at least two two seasons before we start really hearing about some some hardball leaving cause but I love it. keep him keep him doing what he wants to do and and keep them doing what they're doing cause like Ryan Day said, man, if we can hang a hundred on him this year, man, we'll do it. He, he hasn't beaten Ohio State yet. I mean never. He has
2: he, not. No. It's he been a, eight in a row. Yeah. And Is let it, me say this it, now. It, man. Huge respect to Ryan Day. Uh I, I, I definitely have my questions going into when all of a sudden he just was elevated into the job at the Urban Meyer sure. lap. I was like, damn, they didn't even like they definitely could have got somebody in there, but they just promoted it from within. I was definitely yeah. skeptical about that. He was a uh, quarterback he's, cook, Yeah. Like he's proved me wrong completely. Coach. He's um I like his personality. Uh, I like his demeanor on the sidelines as well. Never gets too high. Never gets too low. I like him a lot. He, he, rem- he really, really reminds me of a pro coach, to be honest. Yeah,
1: right. it, it I love it so much because he does, like you just said, he has all those characters and those qualities. You know, it scares me more that an NFL team is going to come and scoop him more than it does, you know, <laughs> him staying for the five years for his contract. So – I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I love the guy. I think he's going to win us multiple, you know, titles. But we just we got to get a multiple. we got to start with game one. Multiple, of course, man. Of hey, course. You
0: forgot you forgot Clemson is in this NCAA governing body as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm well aware, man. I'm well aware,
0: man. That that man Dabo Sweeney's still down there. He's good for one every couple of years. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah, every couple. <laughs> hey, it's 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 that time, man. It's that time. You know, it's that time. Yeah, this is.
1: Well, and I will say, this is definitely the 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 moment where, you know, especially this past year with recruiting, it's been so good for just you know both of those teams. You know, I mean, obviously, you know LSU. You know, but it's been good, man. The, the recruiting's been nice, so it's awesome to finally see these players that you know, all we ever see are stars and, you know, numbers with their name, you know, it's, so it's gonna be really awesome to see him on the field.
0: I think it would be pr- pretty awesome when we look back at that recruiting class of 2018 and you had Justin Fields and you had Trevor Lawrence, number one and number two, um, and, you know, depending on which board you looked at, you know, it, some had Trevor one, some had Justin one. And if we could see them both in their final year, of, of college football, if they both declare after this year, if we could see them match up head-to-head
1: in Man. the championship game? Man. I mean, honestly, know. for for me, that's, that's the only outcome. Like, that's how I look at it. I'm already looking forward to that matchup again because, like I said, I feel like, you know, I, I'm not going to say championship or bust, but it's just getting to that – getting to the playoff for sure is – or bust. You well, know, yeah. It's just – it's for sure, that it's one of those years, man, where we need to ride this thing out. You got so much
0: talent over there. I mean, Mo and I have been raving about you guys since week one about how much talent is up at Ohio State. I, I think you have to have those championship robust aspirations.
2: Uh, think, of I mean, course. Of yeah, course. I, I
0: think anything I short mean, of that is failure.
2: Ohio State has one I the I most agree. stacked rosters in the, in the country, like, period. I mean, just like like stacked, stacked up. You know, exactly. Like, so, uh, it's, yeah, they, they 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 they're a factory over there, I must say. It's got it's just got me. Like I said, it's got
1: me so excited, you know, but it's just one of those. It's we've done the work. It's time for us to start seeing these results. And like I said, I, I feel like it's going to be Justin and Trevor, man, right back at it.
0: It's gonna be a great season. Um, I'm so excited to see them play this week. See some kickoff. Nebraska at uh, Ohio State is a noon game, uh, 12 o'clock Eastern time uh, at Ohio State. Uh, you know, of course, we got Illinois at Wisconsin, which will be the 8 o'clock game on Friday. That's gonna be the first Big Ten game of the season. So we get one coming here a little bit early, and then uh, those bigger matchups: Michigan at Minnesota is a 7:30 kickoff on Saturday. And then, uh, just another big one out here to throw it out here, Penn State at Indiana, Indiana, they didn't look too bad last year. I mean, they weren't uh, you know, they weren't a contender, but they had a couple of upsets. so
1: it would uh, be nice to see that. It would definitely
2: be nice to see Penn State go down early. It would be great. Hey, Indiana's one of those teams, man. They have a really good offense, but it's just, you know, they're never going to have enough defense to compensate. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one of, those, one of those teams where on their day, they're just going to have to really, really ball out on offense like they can. And uh, defense has to be to- like timely stops, you know, timely yeah, stops. Yeah, try to hang on
1: defensively for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good games this upcoming week. We got Pac-12 coming back here in a couple weeks uh, as well. We'll – We'll uh, definitely break that down here once we get to that point in time. That's uh, November – I believe November 7th is when those uh, games are going to start kicking off. So uh, we're pretty much right in the full swing of everything, guys. Uh, Jeremy, we appreciate you uh, having – or having you on here with us. Uh, You know, as always, you know, we're glad we had you last season. Glad to have you back today to preview these games and the season. And uh, hopefully uh, you and I, our respective teams, will see each
1: other at the end of the year. Yeah, thanks for coming on, bro. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for having me again.
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, uh, Malone, you know, as always, you and I, we're here every week uh, and uh, we'll be here back next week. And it's always a pleasure to do this, my friend and uh, everybody for uh, listening this week for tuition. Again, this was season two, episode seven. We'll see you next week.
2: Peace.